Well, hello, my darlings. Welcome to another episode with me, Kate. I'm going to make my coffee and load my cannabis while we do this today. Because that's where we're at. In the realm of time and place, it is currently Saturday, November 7th. We are a week away from the quickening. Uh, some great shit happening in the stars. The 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th are fucking epic of November. I call it the crowning of the birth of humanity. And uh, then there's going to be the December 21st. New birth. But this episode, let's talk about ayahuasca. Yeah? Ayahuasca. So good. So, um, I don't know if y'all know, I was a performer, and I've got a lot of fucking history with physical health and all the things, and then, you know, as a performer, man, it's just one fucking psychotic break away from happening. I mean, what isn't in the American culture, but there's really this thing where, um, maybe it's like unspoken, but you know, this um, starving artist kind of persona, like highly prized. It's strange, but true. So there's like not only the physical, monetary, but there's this like emotional competition to actually be fucked up as an artist because it's where a lot of people perceive it is. It is where the inspiration comes from. It is where it gets in. The cracks are where the gold gets in. Um, but you know what? I saw this movie forever ago and I can't fucking remember what it was, but this guy had this calling in this quest and he had to start the quest by going to get a shave from a man in some like mountain top campsite. And the man was very cryptic and he was like, listen, of course, it wasn't like accents and things involved, but I'm going to do that. I'm going to say this. The concept was, the man is like, listen, I'm going to give you this shave. <clears throat> this is what oracle work is. This is what tarot work is. This is what like fortune telling is. Is like, this is the truth. This is what it is. I'm going to give you this shave. And this shave is going to predict the outcome of your quest. If I cut you and you bleed, you will be successful. But if I try to cut you, then it will fail. So I, as the person shaving you, must actually try my fucking damnedest. Like, my life depends on it to not cut you. But if I don't cut you, you're fail. So I need to cut you, but I can't make it happen. Do you guys get this? If you don't get it, I can't help you. <laughs> if you don't get it, I can't help you. Because it's literally what it is. Like... This is the whole concept of humanity. This is the whole entire essence of, like, what the fuck we're doing here. So. This is honestly what I feel like medicine work is. A lot of people show up um, reading about all the other experiences. And whether or not you think that it's available to you you're still straining for it. I'm one of those people that I don't think, I've got all kinds of personal beliefs, like it won't work for me, it doesn't happen for me, I'm not lucky, you know, 
things don't go that way. I mean, I've done a lot of fucking work around that shit. But I was going into all these ceremonies, like, struggling. And, um, and it was because of attachment. And I can promise you that's probably why your meditation sucks, or your yoga is shitty, or you're frustrated at something that you're doing that you love, or is supposed to bring you serenity, is that um, in the theater world, we say, are you trying to recreate the outcome? Because guess what, bitch? Different day, different weather, you're older, it's colder, higher altitude, you ate less, you took a shit this morning. It's a fucking different set of circumstances. Even if you were to do the same exact ritual with the same words and the same supplies, they're technically different. If I pull a different stick of incense out, it's a fucking different stick of incense, which means it's a different ritual and a different day. <sighs> I haven't even got to the whole, like, talking about ayahuasca because I'm just, like, so... I feel burdened, but that's an over, you know, description of, of other people's Western expectations of what ayahuasca is. Let me tell you something. Now that we're finally five minutes in, oh my God, what am I doing? Let me tell you something. These are words from my teacher of the Lopez Mauha family from the Incanena School of Natural Healing that does ayahuasca and other plant remedies in Peru. My teacher is says, and I preface, guess what, bitch? That's me. But my teacher says, ayahuasca doesn't do the healing. Do you get that? If you've ever drank ayahuasca or you thought about drinking ayahuasca and you're like, ah, because I want to be healed. Guess what, bitch? Ayahuasca doesn't do the healing. Ayahuasca shows the facilitator shaman curandero the illness in the, the person and then the plant spirits communicate to the ayahuasquero what to do, sing, or like whatever in order to help uncross the lines or straighten the energy. And if you study somatics and that everything quantum physics is vibration and patterns in space, this will make more sense. You're going to have a lot of homework after this episode. Fuck off. Go back to school. Okay, so. What this is about, okay? What this is. So, in ayahuasca, we say, and I'll, I'll have a whole other episode of, like, I think I have talked about, like, how to interview people about it. So, what we're going to talk about right now is the finesse, the experience of it, right? So in ayahuasca, um, you know, it's a controversial experience because a lot of people are like, it's a drug. No, it's not, bitch. You know what a fucking drug is? Something a pharmaceutical company came up with. I'm, it's early. I'm still, I haven't had my coffee or my cannabis, so I'm still feisty. <laughs> this is what drugs are. Drugs are hard-jointed chemistry results of homeopathic extractions because valerian a rooted flower is used to make valium and coca which is a fucking amazing healing modality herb is extracted and then cut with some bullshit chemicals to create cocaine these are drugs you know what homeopathic 
remedies and treatments are. Herbs and things. Not drugs, bitch. Right? Medicine. Your pharmaceuticals are, in my opinion, not medicine. You know what, though? Everything is. So here's a moment where I'm going to say everything on this fucking planet can be medicine. It is about how we use it. It is a placebo effect that is absolutely real. So um, my teachers in the jungle would say that too. They're like bleach, gasoline, even, even the chemical prescription medicines absolutely can be medicine. But don't you fucking think for a second they're a cure. You know, like there's a difference between medicine and cure. So this is a long conversation about ayahuasca because you know what, bitch? Ayahuasca is not here to enlighten you. Also, ayahuasca does not make you a better person. You can sit with all kinds of people who have done medicine and they're not better people because all it is doing is showing us our own truth. So now that we're almost 10 minutes in, I'll get to the meat of it. Ayahuasca is not the healing agency when you do a ceremony. She is like a radio station activator. When you ingest ayahuasca, you become the vibration of the plant. This is when they say, are you getting high? Because it's a higher vibration, higher octave versus low. We're in, it's, it is drug culture that often creates conversations around plant medicine. So then all of us who are facilitating medicine groups have to redundantly lead you all back. <laughs> Oh man, I got so high on mushrooms. No, you were in the Marisian. You were in the spot, the ceremony. You were in medicine. You found your place. There's the words maybe we haven't figured out yet, but the high really triggers people, especially people who are recovering, and I fucking respect that because I think that people who are recovering can really, like, benefit from this medicine. And um, that, for me... Uh, the concept of it being a drug and the shame around drug use actually fucked with me for so long um, that, you know, I don't think it should hold anyone back. I'm going to stir some uh, coconut milk creamer. It's a coconut powder creamer. It's superfood, y'all. Layered with some cacao and a whole bunch of fucking mushroom powders like chaga, reishi, lion's mane. Just if you wonder what the noise is right now, I have like a whole ritual with my coffee. And um, so, ayahuasca. So when you drink ayahuasca, what happens is you merge into this vibration. And ayahuasca is like a radio receiver. You are ping! You are like throwing out a fucking SOS. This is why other plant medicines may be okay to not have quite an experienced facilitator. I make exceptions for mushrooms. I don't like to talk about that, but I will. I don't like to encourage people to lead other people in a way where it's like, if you haven't studied with someone or yada yada, you know? But the thing about mushrooms is you can take mushrooms and it's really fucking safe. You're not going to have any contraindications with any kind of um, medical, mental, and um, you might just trip over a spiritual experience. So I'm like, sure, go for it ayahuasca the thing is you don't fucking know you don't understand you don't understand you don't understand the western culture the european culture that we live in does not acknowledge that there are like 13 different layers of other realms living within and, and around us okay so just because you can't see it 
You have no idea how many fucking oogie boogies there are out there, dude. And it's not even that they mean bad. It's, I call them looky-loose, you know? There's a whole bunch of fucking spirits that are like, I've, I've said this before in other podcasts, like, they want to fuck, they want to taste, they want to laugh, they want to sing, they want to dance, they want to touch things and smell things. Because that's what humans get to do. That's why. So, what happens is we get in this vibrational state where we become this bright fucking light and all the spirits are like, what the fuck is that? Like barbecue, you can smell it, you know? And then, this is why you need your facilitator, your curandera, your maestro. You need someone who has a plant dieta, who is not just a friend who's going to help you. And you better not be fucking doing this alone. <laughs> like, do not fucking take ayahuasca on a camping trip with some art supplies, okay? That is absolutely disrespectful. <clears throat> because that's not, that's not her vibe. I'm not going to say it's disrespectful to me. I say that you've got a lot of fucking people, lineages of beings that have been facilitating this. It's not the vibe. The vibe is because you don't know how to interview, vet, and make sure that each of these spirits are the right medicine. Because there are so many different kinds of spirits. And we have experiences with people trying to ask questions. We have so many mythological, like... <laughs> Uh, examples of this, you know, like Aladdin and the lamp, right? You can ask for what you wish for, but no matter how you phrase it, you're never going to get exactly right. Like you have to be so careful how you phrase it. But this is what ayahuasqueros understand. As they have been exposed to this, they understand these things, they know they're ready, they have the tools to help you and to help others. Now, so this is what happens is people go into these experiences or they want to facilitate these experiences and I understand almost better than anyone else the feeling of a karmic calling of something inside of me that I'm like, logically, I have no right to do this, but I feel drawn, right? So I understand being like, I think that there's some boundaries to push. What I believe about that is you better fucking learn some other shit first. Like, you, you better do this shit in a mutually respectful way. So even if you think that you have been visited by a spirit that tells you how to do something, that's exactly why you have elders, because spirits are fabulous at showing up as cute little friendly things. They show up as your friends, as your loved ones. They show up in all kinds of fucking ways, in your dreams, in your mind, in your thought. And they're like, hey hey, try this amazing thing. How do you know? Have you really done the work to figure out if you're functioning through the programming of society or if you are sincerely your own unique individual? Because most people who are like crushed and broken and gone through a psychotic break, I mean, those are the people doing the real work to figure out like who they are. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't encourage that at all. I don't. I don't think it's necessary. But I think it's something that often happens because we think that we are strong and ready and I can do this no matter what. But when it comes to this spiritual, psychedelic realm, all those rules, babe, it doesn't matter if you're a fucking ER nurse or what. It does. The, all the bets are off. It's a whole different world. So this is why the ayahuasquero is there. 
is because they have practiced what is real, what is true, who they are. So when they step into the world, that is this multiple realities all at once, convergence, they're not completely overwhelmed or panicked, you know? <laughs> the shit is wild. But beyond that, the point of the ceremony, right, the whole fucking point is not for y'all to have some psychedelic experience that comforts your wondering of why you should exist. A lot of people want to go take ayahuasca and then just spaceship travel to other places and things. Like, it's this bucket list experience. And I, I was there. I was looking outside of myself. And that's really what it is. You look outside yourself for answers. Do you think anyone else is God? Like, do you think that there's an end and a beginning to you and the universe? Because there's not. And this is the thing, is it's all micro-macro because it's the same language, right? Where do the roots from the plant versus the stem versus the leaves and the fruit, where does it ever truly separate? Not until something severs it is there a separation, but it's all, it's all one. Even though it's different parts. Just like our body. Bones, blood, fascia tissue, ligaments. But yet it's my body. This is reality. This is the galaxy, you know, the cosmos. We just, you know, humans. <clears throat> Very centered, ego-driven, and it's part of our own evolution. I mean, the conversation is, is that humanity came around because Earth was ready to become conscious of itself. So this is our whole entire fucking mission. So, the brain science behind the ayahuasca healing is that it opens the amygdala, the hippocampus, and the prefrontal cortex. And by lighting up these three things that are bridged together, you go into a lucid state where you become non-biased, and then you gaze at your trauma without being in the position of anything. And this enables us to uh, rewrite our personal beliefs around trauma, which may or may not result in some profound healing. Um, I've seen it take years and I've seen it take hours for people. So the thing is, is we go in and we just go to ayahuasca land. Um, we might not get anything done. You know, like we might, we might sense something, we might get something, you know, it's a little bit of a one-sided, right? But when the ayahuasquero is there, when the curandero, when the plant maestro is there, <clears throat> a person who has done plant dietas. So there is two things. There is an ayahuasca diet, which is something you do to prepare for ayahuasca, which is the restricting of certain things in order to get a maximum result due to people coming from many different cultures. It's a very... Um, contemporary practice. It's new because tourism. Then <clears throat> there is the sacred plant diet. And people say plant dieta. Dieta is just Spanish for diet. <laughs> I got corrected by this. My friend, thank God. I was like, do you want to do a plant 
dieta? And they were like, no, 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 you're doing both words. It's either diet in English or dieta in Spanish. So that's the whole point of a plant dieta. Um, and what this is, is is about an extended amount of time with an extreme amount of restriction. No sugar, no oil, no salt, no spice, no um, vinegar, no fermented, no alcohol, no drugs, no cannabis, no sex, no masturbation, no fighting, no socializing, no internet, no fucking nothing. I mean, ideally, as a healer, you would have your shaman because everyone has everyone has more medicine people around them. You don't do this shit out of nowhere. Your healer, your medicine person, facilitates you going into a place of solitude in nature. And um, typically they would go out into the jungle and you'd have a little hut and you'd have to eat plantains and catch uh, fish. <clears throat> and that was it. Because you just, that's like, deal with it. And you lose an incredible amount of weight in a very unhealthy way, which you know, by side standard, a really fucked up my eating disorder. So I have had to do more healing around that in, uh, in myself. But the whole point is to show, um, that, that you're willing to give up these things. You know, you're willing to sacrifice, make sacrifices and commitments and hold to your commitment. Does it sound like a relationship? Cause guess what it is. It's a marriage. You have to show up in this relationship with these agreements and you have to fulfill it. There's an opening and a closing ceremony for this dieta. No, we're not doing fucking psychedelics because babe, psychedelics are just one part of the puzzle. When I went to the jungle to get healed, yeah, I did psychedelics, but you know what else I did? A different herbal remedy, like three different times a day. I was taking so many different purgative purges and tinctures and compresses and it was just like poultices all kind of rubs salves happening extractions happening because <laughs> i had an autoimmune disorder when i went down to the jungle i was a performer with that group and um got really fucking sick right and then went to the jungle I was talking to somebody about it. I actually, um, I'm pretty sure the Gardasil vaccine, I had that and that really activated my illness. And the, this person and I are very much about, um, I know, I agree that the invention of vaccines is very functional. I also know someone who has worked for decades in the vaccine industry and they say because of corrupt corporate bullshit, um, they're just made out of poison now. So if you just tell people like, fuck vaccines, you're, you're not totally, you know, educated. Yeah, th I will say this. This is my podcast. I'll fucking say this. If you're just going to run around at people saying, yes, vaccine, no vaccine, you're not educated, go fuck yourself. So if we, as soon as we all want to fix the system, you know, I'm down. But I was, I was harmed by a vaccine and I ended up having to go down to the jungle and paying thousands of dollars to get help because Every American doctor told me that I had to live like this for the rest of my life, which is not true. I can't promise you everything, but I can tell you that like 95% of the things that people have been told they had to live with the rest of their life, those people all came down and I watched them have incredible fucking healing through different herbal remedies from the jungle. No, this is not ayahuasca. It wasn't. It was the plants that people are bulldozing out of the fucking jungle, which I know we know this, but 
here's the thing is like, fine, if you all need to think that ayahuasca is the cure and that's what makes you not want to bulldoze the fucking Amazon, I'll take it. I give in. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, um, anyways. So when we go into the world of ayahuasca, as a facilitator, like I have been initiated and I do sometimes facilitate, as a facilitator, we call in our plant diet. This being, this ascended master that I have to maintain in my body with gratitude and love and ritual every day for the rest of my life, I call into ceremony with me and I am not a hollow bone. Fuck being a hollow bone. We don't know what the fuck to do with ourselves in that. I fill myself up with the work that I've done to know myself and then I wrap myself in the sound because I'm a clairaudient of my guides and my ascended masters and my plant teachers and they tell me what to sing and it is the vibrations, the cymatics that shift the quantum physical entanglement and move energy through the patient's or the sitter's body. You don't have to believe this. I don't give a fuck. I have so many people that I have sang to their face and watched them go from disbelieving that I could do anything. <laughs> Especially as this little fucking... <laughs> or in my early 30s, Chica. Oh, man, so many men who have sat with so many healers. And I'll brag. I'm going to brag. <clears throat> I'm an ancient soul, so I've got some fucking power. And I don't know everything. I'm, you know, we're all remembered. But I have had many, many large, experienced older men who have sat with many fucking powerful healers that come into my ceremonies and they look at me like, I want my money back. I get it. I would too. And I just do my fucking thing with my whole heart and they are in tears and gratitude afterwards. Like, holy shit, thank you for <laughs> doing what you do, even though I didn't think you could. <laughs> and, um, and that's the thing is it's not me in that I'm not doing it because this is part of me that I could never, I could never articulate enough. I can never tell people enough that yes, I have a body that is a tool and I have a vessel that serves but the work to figure out where my ego is attached to things and when I want to make something happen and what my, my expectations are are constant and aggressive. I have to be incredibly fucking humble and yet not crushed by it. And that is something that I take very seriously. That's my job to do for myself because I have been hurt by other healers who have been emulating power. I have been hurt by other healers that have used their ego to keep them going because this is not like, this kind of work really does. It's a lot of people going, who do you think you are? And to then the extreme of like, I worship you. It's not a lot of middle ground. And let's what, guess what? I want to hang out with the middle ground people. <laughs> Because I don't think I'm the only one, and I don't think I'm special. I just think I'm one of many of us that can do this, but have to get real with ourselves. And um, so everyone has this capacity. And, uh, and I also think that I know something. And that me showing up to do this work is worth something. So... 
mostly I show up to this work because I get really fucking pissed off at all the people that are getting hurt and taken advantage of. That don't know that you're not supposed to be escaping with this medicine. That don't know that this medicine isn't just supposed to push a button and cure you. People that don't know that people doing the medicine aren't totally healed. People facilitating the medicine aren't perfect. You know, there's like a whole layer to it. And ayahuasca in herself is an activator. So you don't have to run to her for your answers because it's you. She's activating you. And the things that you're scared of that you see is your shadow. And everything else that's floating around is fucking real. Oh, the other thing, ayahuasca does not tell the future. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> if you want to ask lucky numbers or like, hey, if I should go do something or where should I move? I've literally like, what should I be in service to and where should I go? And it's like, nope. Because guess what? Time doesn't exist and everything is flexible, you know. But you can heal yourself now. You can become okay with now. You can find your health and your happiness in this moment and like collect all the stuff to the present and that might give you some clarity as you get the sense of self and confidence to take a step forward. And that's how ayahuasca heals. She doesn't go in there and fix you. She doesn't go in here and like reveal things to you. She's activating your own capacity. It is you. But because we are so far away from ourselves in this culture, the shock and the overwhelm needs to be facilitated. My mom had this friend and she just told me until she's blue in the fucking face that her friend, when she was growing up, her parents were so controlling. Like, every moment of this person's life was hyper-controlled. And then when she went away to from college, she just partied. Partied so hard, she flunked out the first semester. And that's kind of it. Is that we are in a society where we have, um, we have religious gatekeepers. They're not facilitators, okay? I think we are learning. We're learning to um, shift our way back to spiritual facilitators, but we have been really hurt by um, spiritual gatekeepers and people of authority. So the layers of finding the right ceremony for you and the right facilitator for you are really all based in like how ready are you to know your own power and also surrender to that? So finding someone you trust and not giving yourself away. Listen to my podcasts about how to interview people. And if they seem transparent and they have their plant diets and they follow a lineage, like there's a potential that you can be helped to find some really fucking profound healing. Yeah? Oh, but also, guess what? The biggest stuff happens afterwards. Like, fuck what happens during the ceremony. 
they, as always they say, and I roll my eyes even, the biggest medicine and the real healing happens when you're not in ceremony. It's afterwards because you can be shown all kinds of shit, but having to step into it, that, that is discipline, right? So if you really want to know if ayahuasca is or isn't your jam, you can go to my website and you can download my guided shamanic journey. So what I do is people who are interested in, in, in knowing if this is their medicine, do this guided shamanic journey first. Because one, okay, one, <clears throat> if you can't sit still for 40 fucking minutes, then fuck you for eight hours. <laughs> okay? Because like ceremonies are like six to eight hours of like get with it, be with it. Okay? Stop being attached, right? It too, if you can't get yourself into the practice of all the different ways the shamanic journey shows up, like sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's frustrating, sometimes it's visual, sometimes it's not, you're distracted, blah, blah, blah. This is literally the practice of like sitting in ceremony. So show the plants that you fucking mean it by doing all the other things. Just saving up to go for a big ceremony doesn't demonstrate to yourself subconsciously, consciously, or the plants that you are really in for the long haul, that what you all are getting together for is worth it. And you need to do things. So it's not that when you're in ceremony, you have to be hyper fucking serious and vigilant, but it's the preparation and the journey too. Okay. It's your pilgrimage that in, invest in yourself. Invest in the experience. I mean, the first time I did a ceremony, you know, you have to restrict your food and all that. And I had some real emotional control issues about it. And I spent a whole week in tantrum. I was such a bitch. <laughs> because I wanted to eat what I wanted to eat. I was so mad. And then the ceremony. Wow, it was beautiful. It was fucking profound. And as I've gone on, I figured out that there's like, yeah, I don't have to eat this or that. Like, I was worried about vomiting or shitting myself, which may happen or whatever, you know. But... I was worried because of what I'm eating. And then I found that, like, it wasn't that the food was reacting negatively. Some of it will. Like, alcohol and pork and shit, that will fuck you up in ceremony, so do not cut those corners. But the more I committed, and not in an attached way, the more I committed to the things that were hard for me. Like, really don't put more salt on that. And really don't, like pick that fight and really don't do you know the thing try not to the your you know you know what you've done and i won't even say it anymore it's fuck the plants i love the plants not fuck the plants but it's not even for the plants it's for you it's you investing in your experience and this is what the fuck we need to get about you investing in you because you're fucking fabulous you're whole you're perfect you're loved. You're one. All right. I didn't even get anywhere near my cannabis today because I was like, whatever, let's do this jam. But you know how it is. Some days you do, some days you don't. So now I'm going to go smoke <laughs> and calm the fuck down. All right, babes. I fucking love you. Go out there and give love to somebody else today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>